Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax Products for Home and Industry present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. Busy housewives who use Johnson's self-polishing glow coat often say, I have to wax my kitchen linoleum, but I'll be through in a few minutes. And they mean in a very few minutes. It's true because with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, you merely apply and let dry. Glow coat dries to a hard, shining finish without rubbing or buffing. It begins to glow immediately. When glow coat is dry, your varnished floors or linoleum are bright and sparkling under a rich coat of new beauty. A protective coat of wax armor that will help keep your floors like new years longer. The same warm luster that adds glamour to your floors and protects them from harm and wear makes them so easy to keep clean. Dust, dirt, and spilled things vanish from a glow-coated surface with just a wipe of a damp cloth. Give your floors and linoleum a beauty treatment the fast and easy way. Make them shine with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat and enjoy bringing out the beauty of your home. Look on the bright side, shine up the right side, bring out the beauty of the home. At 79 Wistful Vista this morning, Mr. McGee is upstairs, Mrs. McGee is downstairs. He's trying to find a favorite shirt, and she's trying to keep his toast from scorching. But at this point, they're all getting pretty burned up. As we join Fibber McGee and Molly... You'd be right down to breakfast. I'm trying to find my clean green shirt, Molly. Doggone it, I've turned every drawer in the bureau upside down. I can't find my clean green shirt. Or, I mean, my, my clean green shirt at any place. Well, there are other clean shirts up there, McGee. Your green one went to the laundry and the bundle isn't back yet. Uh, now get ready for breakfast before it's spoiled. Uh, I might as well wear the shirt I got on, then. If that laundry... Hey, wait a minute. That laundry was supposed to be back here last Saturday, wasn't it? Well, it usually comes on Saturday, but so far the driver hasn't shown Why, up. those dirty high binders. They got a lot of nerve. What do they think there is on a war? <laughs> Holding up our laundry over the weekend so they can wear my good shirts. That's what they're doing. <laughs> they got a lot of nerve wearing my shirts oh, over the weekend. Oh, McGee, no. I don't think the laundry man would do that. Oh, no. Well, don't be... Don't be naive, Tootsie. <laughs> I'll bet every size 15 and a half guy in that laundry with 28-inch sleeves wore one of my good shirts Sunday. That's why they couldn't bring our laundry back. They had it on. Well, look, now let's eat breakfast as soon as you're ready, and then I'll call up and see about it. I'm a little short on linens myself by now. I'll phone the laundry. I'll and we... phone the laundry. When that scrub coach down there hears what I got to say, his ears will wilt like drugstore lettuce. Hand me the phone. But, McGee, sweetheart, your breakfast... Never mind, I got a better idea. I'll go down there. I'll find out what goes with our clothes. 
I'll go down there and go down that manager's throat. That's what I'll go down there and go down that. <laughs> I'll burn that guy like homemade chili. Yes, but now first you ought to eat some... Br- uh, come in, come in. Oh, it's Mr. Wimple. Hi, Wimp. Hello, folks. <laughs> oh, did I come by too early, Mr. McGee? No. That's okay. Hey, do you have much trouble with the laundry, Wimp? Well, yes, quite a bit, Mr. McGee. No matter how hard I rub, the sheets always come out tattletale gray. No kidding, Wimp. You mean to say you do the laundry at your house yourself? Oh, yes, I just... You mean to say you don't, Mr. McGee? Now we send ours out, Mr. Wimple. Himself here doesn't like wash day hands. Oh, I don't either, Mrs. McGee. I just hate Mondays. That's wash day. I ran away last Monday. <laughs> Blue Monday, eh? I certainly did. <laughs> my goodness, what happened when you came back? Well, sweetie face, that's my big old wife. <laughs> sweetie face took me in the house and locked the door, and then she looked me in the eye and she said, Wallace, she said, I ought to just... Ought to just what? I never did find out, but whatever it was, she did it. <laughs> because everything went black. Heavenly days. See, I don't like to pry, Mr. Wimple, but how did you ever happen to propose to your wife anyhow? Oh, it was quite romantic, really. I proposed to her the very first night I met her at a Halloween party. A Halloween party. Yes. Then she took off her mask and I saw my mistake. <laughs> was it too late for you to back out then, Mr. Wimple? Yes, it was, Mrs. McGee. <laughs> she caught me right at the county line. <laughs> well, I just dropped by to ask you a very important question, if you don't mind, Mr. McGee. Why, not at all, Wimp. Shoot. Well, if someone was inside a closet... And the door accidentally slammed shut and latched. Mm-hmm. And then somebody on the outside took the doorknob off. Is there any way that door can be opened from inside the closet? No, sir. I've tried that myself, Wimp. Somebody outside has got to open it. Isn't that a nice arrangement? <laughs> well, I guess I'll go down town and shoot a few games of snooker. Goodbye, folks. <laughs> Get ready for breakfast. I'll put on some fresh coffee. I haven't got time now, Molly. I'm sore. I'm going downtown to track down our laundry bundle. But you've got to eat some breakfast. No, sir. I'm taking no chances. When I walk into that laundry, I want to be the nastiest character those guys ever listened to. And you know I'm not fit to live with when I haven't had my breakfast. You going? Come on. All right, dearie. I'll go on one condition. What's that? While I'm putting on my hat, you go and put on your trousers. Oh. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I thought it seemed awful drafty. I'll be right back. Billy Mills in the orchestra, and I'm looking over a four-leaf clover.
I catch the manager of that laundry with one of my good shirts on, that's all I hope I catch him with. What a racket them guys have got. Haven't they? Oh, my goodness, those laundry machines make so much noise a person can... I don't mean that kind of a racket. I mean their shirt racket. They can wear my good sports shirts over the weekend, Doc Gamble's with the detachable cuffs and the stiff dickies on Mondays, Wilcox's with the New York collars on Tuesdays. Why, my gosh, a laundryman can be the best-dressed guy in town without having a stitch of his own. Oh, well, he can if he has a neck that's uh, adjustable to seven sizes and arms that fold up like accordions. <laughs> Personally, dearie, I have always found it a pretty good laundry. Good laundry, my clavicle. I think they shrink. <laughs> Everything. The whole dad rat a joint. Oh, hey, there's Foggy Williams. Brakes fixed. Hi, Foggy. Hello, McGee. Hello, Mrs. McGee. Hello, Mr. Williams. How's everything in the Weather Bureau this morning? Oh, about as usual, Mrs. McGee. Rather discouraging. The mail, that is. What's so discouraging about the mail in the Weather Bureau, Si? Complaints. Complaints from everybody. The East wants a thaw. The Deep South wants heat. The Middle West wants sunshine. California wants rain. I guess they never heard the old saying, Mr. Williams, whether it's cold or whether it's hot, we've got to have weather, whether or not. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, I'm getting pretty tired of it myself, Mrs. McGee. I'm tired of discussing the heat with Miami, the clouds with St. Louis, the snow with New York, the rain with California, and the hail with all of them. That's telling them, Foggy, old man. By the way, what's the local prediction? Or haven't you seen the afternoon paper yet? Well, my assistant, Mr. Murdoch, says it will be very dry and warmer. Oh? But he just said that because his celluloid cuffs caught on fire. Heavenly days, his cuffs caught on fire. Yes. Yes, he was affectionately stroking our little Marjorie. Who's Marjorie? The office cat. Oh. Murdoch was petting Marjorie when a spark flew up and started a fire on Murdoch's cuffs, which he'd just gone over with cleaning fluid. Static electricity, you know. He says that always means dry weather. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you agree with him, Mr. Williams? Mostly, yes. Except for a little shower on the south side this afternoon. Just on the south side, a shower? Yes. Yes, it's for my sister who's getting married. (laughs) I'm uh, on my way over there now. Good day. Otherwise... McGee, uh, we're invited over to the Williams for a coming out party next Monday. A coming out party? Have they got a daughter? No, it's for Mr. Williams' groundhog. Oh. <laughs> February 2nd at 10 a.m. sharp. Oh, well, I'll see if I... Whoops! Whoops, here's the laundry. Oh, those guys. <sighs> I certainly hope they haven't lost our bundle. All my good table linens were in it. They better I... not have lost our bundle. They're in trouble enough with me right now. That laundry was due back last Saturday, and by George... Good day, Mr. and Mrs. McGee. Huh? Welcome to the Wistful Vista Laundry, where the customer should not get nervous because we're all in a lather to give him service. (laughs) My goodness, miss, we've never been in here before. Yeah, how did you know who we were, sis? Oh, that's a little service we have, Mr. McGee. When you drove past the south end of the plant, one of our courtesy department took your license number, checked with the police department, and phoned the front desk. (laughs) Thus, we were, uh... (laughs) We were able to call you by name when you entered. 
Uh, now then, about your missing laundry. Hey, now, wait a minute. How do you know that's what we come down here for? Well, sir, almost nobody stops here with a shriek of brakes and comes scowling into this office just to tell us they got their laundry back beautifully washed and ironed. So... I see what you mean. Uh, to tell the truth, miss, our laundry is missing. I'll say it's missing. It was due back last Saturday. By George, and my best green sports shirt was in that laundry. And by I think George... you have a very good point there, Mr. Wilcox. Although There's I... no doubt about it, Mr. Sudsberger. In a laundry as modern as yours, your customers naturally expect your linoleum floor coverings to be protected against dust and dirt and dampness with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. My goodness, it's Mr. Wilcox. Right on time, too. Page 13. <laughs> well... <laughs> With as much money invested in linoleum as you have here, Mr. Sudsberger, Johnson's Glow Coat's not only a beautifying process and a protection for your investment, but it means an attractive, sparkling effect of cleanliness and a favorable impression on your customers. Yes, yes, that's an angle, all right, Mr. Wilcox. If he listens to Junior very long, he'll hear enough angles to put up another Pentagon building. Buy it, And uh, don't overlook the time-saving feature of Glow Coat, Mr. Sudsberger. It requires no rubbing or buffing, you know, and it dries in 20 minutes or less to a handsome, gleaming polish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Save Sudsberger enough time so he can look for our laundry, Waxy. Oh, hello there, pal. Hello, Molly. Mr. Sudsberger, I'd like you to meet a couple of friends of mine, Mr. and Mrs. Fibber McGee. This is Mr. Sudsberger. How do you do, I'm sure. Hi, Suds. <laughs> now, look, I want to know what... Oh, Mr. and Mrs. McGee, what can I do for you? Well, you see, but our laundry was... Uh, sitting... I'll be running along, folks. See you later, Mr. Sudsberger. Yes, come in any time, Mr. Johnson. Uh, Wilcox is the name. I sell Johnson's glow coat, Johnson's self-polishing glow coat that shines as it dries. You, you told know. him all that. Now, get going, will you, Junior? I've got business here. I'll see you at the bowling alley tonight. Okay, I'll bring a pint with me. Okay. Don't you mean a fifth, Mr. Wilcox? No, glow coat doesn't come in fifths. <laughs> so long, pal. Now look here, Sudsbuster. Our laundry was due back last Saturday, and here it is Tuesday. And if you think for one minute... That... Well, what's that? Nothing to be alarmed about, Mrs. McGee. Three rings merely indicates that someone left his cufflinks in a shirt. Valuable ones? I'll be able to tell you in a moment. Listen. Gracious me, yes, gold ones with emeralds. Excuse me a moment, I'll be right back. Perhaps I can assist you in locating your laundry bundle, Mr. McGee. Well, somebody better assist us, sis. My George, well, Shall I... I describe the bundle to you, miss? I think I can remember most of the articles. That won't be necessary, Mrs. McGee. We have an automatic bundle locator, you know. We merely insert your name and address, and in a few minutes, a little card pops out with all the information on it. Oh, my gosh, that's wonderful, sis. I'll bet a thing like that must have cost a half a million bucks. Oh, no, it's just a little slot in the wall. Yeah. I put your name through it, a man takes it, looks around, and reports back. <laughs> I see. Well, if... Oh, look, McGee, look who's coming. Oh, well, what do you know? Hi, old-timer. Hello there, kids. <laughs> Looking for jobs down here? Huh? My sister Bessie, she worked here for a while, but she had to quit. Disjointed both her elbows, wringing out army blankets. <laughs> Retired last year with the rank of lieutenant colonel and disability pay. Now, we're not looking for work, Mr. Oldtimer. We're trying to locate a bundle of laundry. How about you, Oldtimer? You don't work here, do you? Nope. But Papa used to, I think. Yeah? I used to hear Mama explaining to the neighbors how Papa would fall into the starch. Fall into the starch? Well, it must have been what she meant. Used to see Papa wobble up the walk and she'd say, Well, here comes your daddy, stiff again. <laughs> oh, Papa. 
copper. He had every kind of a job there was. One time and another. Camel driver, olive pitter, taxidermist. Taxidermist, eh? Birds or animals? People, Johnny. Used to stand at the loading platform at the Union Station and stuff people into taxis. <laughs> but... But by that time, Papa was kind of disillusioned. He was tired. He was discouraged. So he went and joined the Legion. Ta-da, to forget. You mean the Foreign Legion, of course. No, the American Legion. Ever see them fellows at a convention? Boy, do they forget. You kids got to get downtown and do something about my social security. Your social security? What are you going to do about it? Get my suspenders fixed. Didn't you notice me holding up my pants with both hands? <laughs> well, good luck with it, Johnny. So long, Gunners. The King's Men and How Lucky You Are. As you walk, as you talk with the one you love. Do you know just how lucky you are When you stroll down the lane beneath the moon up above Do you know just how lucky you are There's so many heartaches in this old world of ours But sometimes a dream will come true When the one that you love is in love don't know how lucky you are. When you take a poor little walk, or sit and have a little talk with the one you really love, did you ever stop and give it a thought? How lucky you are when her eyes are a glow and you suddenly know it's not from the moon above. Do you know how lucky, how lucky, how lucky you are? How lucky so many heartaches in this world of ours, but sometimes a dream will come machine over there where the man keeps looking at his watch all the time. Oh, that is where we iron men's fancy hosiery, Mrs. McGee. Huh? The attendant sets their clocks right before sending them out. <laughs> well, I guess you've seen everything. We've heard everything, too. <laughs> uh, shall we step back into the office and see if they've located your bundle? Oh, somebody better buy George located our bundle if they haven't buy George's... Now, if you'll excuse me a moment, folks, I'll see about your lost bundle. Well, certainly, Mr. Sudsburgler. Burger. Prove it. Huh? Uh, 
I see what you mean. Well, see you in a few minutes. My goodness, with all this modern machinery, they can lose a bundle so scientifically that nobody could ever find it again. Now, these things don't scare me, kiddo. If my shirts are in one of those mechanical wash women, I'll tear it apart limb from gear. <laughs> my gosh, I invented a washing machine in manual training school that was six times as complicated as these things. You invented a washing machine? I never told you about no. the McGee magic washer. <laughs> Boy, it was terrific. A great big thing with a lot of bolts and gears and stuff on it. I'd have made a fortune, only the washers on the wheels kept working loose, and I had to give it up. Is there any way I could keep you from telling me about it? <laughs> well, sir, I remember the first time I tried it out. I was doing my mother's wet wash, you see. Aww. And when I turned the washer on, one of the washers on the washer got wet and come loose. Well, naturally, we couldn't wash the wet wash in a washer with a wet washer loose. But we already had the wet wash wet, you see, ready to wash. So we had to take all the wet washers off the washer, take out the wet wash, and hand wash it all day wash day. <laughs> there was a gully in back of the house, sort of a dry wash. So we hung the wet wash up in the dry wash and hung the dried wash. Hold everything. everything. Here comes Dr. Gamble. Hello there, Doctor. Oh, hi, Doc. Hello, my boy. How are you, Molly? Well, I'm fine, Doctor, except that I'm a little worried about some of my good table linen. Our bundle of laundry seems to have been lost someplace. Never mind about the table linen, kiddo. How about my new green sports shirt? The one with the long pointed collar and the pleated pockets that I paid four fifty for after it was marked down from seventeen seventy five. The one I look kinda like Robert Montgomery in. <laughs> I've seen that green shirt of yours, rag bag. And personally I think it makes you look more like Sir Walter Raleigh. You do, Doc? Sir Walter Raleigh? But he's been dead for three hundred years. <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> well, get a load of who's criticizing somebody else's taste in clothes. You're the only guy I know that's been thrown on top of a laundry truck three times by nearsighted laundry men. <laughs> and not so nearsighted at that. McGee, now don't talk to Dr. Gamble that well... way. Oh, let him have his fun, my dear. He suffers from an inferiority complex when he sees a man with creases in his trousers. <laughs> The knees of his pants look like he'd spent 15 years playing squat tag. <laughs> creases, he says. Ha! For your information, fatso, creases in men's clothes are supposed to go vertical. Wrinkles go horizontal. And you got more wrinkles than Whistler's mother's grandfather. Now look, boys, will And you for please... your own information, tough stuff with the rough cuff, the rear deck of those blue serge rompers you're wearing is getting a little too shiny for sartorial perfection. Oh. I have seen people following you down the street with their hands shading their eyes. <laughs> oh. You should either dull the finish a trifle or wear seat covers. <laughs> Why, you baggy now, old man. Boys, boys, now stop it. Well, yeah, but he's. I don't like to enter into these bouts, but I have a little comment to make myself. Hmm. You both dress like you had just returned from ten years exploring in Outer Mongolia. Well, I was merely well, trying, trying to... Frankly, I have never seen two grown men who cared less about a knot in a necktie or the fold of a lapel. Well, Doctor, hmm. your left cuff has more loose threads than the plot of a soap opera. Yeah. <laughs> McGee, your heels are run over so far you walk like a rocking horse. See? <laughs> Doctor... Your pockets bulge like a two-sided kangaroo. Oh, <laughs> McGee, your shoes are scuffed up like you'd kicked your way out of a quarry. <laughs> Have either of you any further comment? 
Not I. Not I, too. <laughs> oh, uh, see you later, McGee. Bye, my dear. Goodbye, Doc. <laughs> Isn't he a sweet old character? <laughs> I'm afraid you might have hurt Doc's feelings a little, kiddo. Oh, yes? Well, then why did he wink at you when he walked away? <laughs> I was merely... Ah, there, Mr. Sudsberger. Did you find our laundry bundle? I'm terribly sorry, Mrs. McGee. We can't seem to locate it anywhere. I'm afraid there's a mistake somewhere. I'll say I... there's a mistake, Sudsberger. And it's going to cost you a pretty penny, too. I'll see my lawyers first thing in the morning about this. Come on, Mrs. McGee. Uh, but, Mr. McGee... Uh... I don't think we've given Mr. Sudsberger much of a chance, dear. He's had all the chance he's going to get from me, my good green sports shirt. <laughs> the best one I ever had. But, Mr. McGee, I'm sure if you'll wait till I talk to all the drivers... All the drivers, my clavicle. Why, George, I wouldn't trust the memory of them high binders if it was... Now, McGee, stop kicking that tire. Well... Watch your temper. I can't stop. I gotta kick something. I brought that laundry down here myself. Delivered it personal. Right... <laughs> Flat tire. Yes. I shouldn't have kicked the curbstone or something. Let me change it for you, Mr. McGee. You and Mrs. McGee just sit down there on the steps. I'll change that tire for you. Well... Now, where's your jack? I'll be glad to change it. Anything to keep a customer happy. That's our policy. Oh, you needn't do that, Mr. Sudsberger. My goodness. You heard the man, Molly. That's their policy. Wait till I get the trunk open. Now, let's see. Who are we to change the company's policy? Jack is in the trunk here somewhere, bud. Bedded stuff in here. My gosh, I can't find anything under this big bundle of dirty laundry in here. <laughs> laundry! Mm-hmm. Looks like. Uh, Mr. McGee, uh. I apologize. I never thought of looking in the trunk of your car. Oh, forget it, Sugsberger. We all have our dumb moments. <laughs> A rich, cleaning floor is, to steal a, pra- a phrase from the poets, a thing of beauty and a joy forever. You can make your kitchen linoleum and varnished floors just that with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Certainly any surface that sparkles and glows with a mellow warmth is a thing of beauty. A floor that has luster and shine shows the care the housewife has put into it, reflects her pride in keeping good things looking lovely. Floors polished with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat will be a joy practically forever. You'll add years of life and beauty to them if they are protected with this hard, handsome armor of wax. And they'll be a joy to clean. Dust, dirt, and spilled things vanish with a quick wipe of a damp cloth, leaving that wonderful glow coat shine as clean and bright as ever. Make your linoleum a thing of beauty and a joy forever the easy way without rubbing or buffing. Johnson's self-polishing glow coat really brings out the beauty of the home. Look on the bright side, shine up the right side, bring out the beauty of the home. Ladies and gentlemen, you hear a lot of talk these days about inflation, but talk isn't going to prevent it. One thing that will help prevent it is the purchase by you of United States savings bonds. Savings bonds are safe, they're profitable, and they're convenient to buy. They are the safest cash reserve you could possibly build up for your own future or your family's security. If you're on a payroll, you can authorize your employer to set aside something from each paycheck to buy bonds for you. Or if you're not on a payroll, your bank will buy them for you every month and charge them to your account. In any case, buy United States savings bonds. When you invest in the nation, you help fight inflation. Good night. Good night, all. 
The makers of Johnson's Wax Products of Racine, Wisconsin, bring you Fibber McGee and Molly each Tuesday night at this time. Be with us again next week, won't you? Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.